I want to start by sharing a scene I was watching uh, from a film called Gather. And it was taking place on the Cheyenne River uh, Lakota Nation. It was a uh, buffalo ranch. So there was this herd of buffaloes and a father and daughter were having a conversation in the presence of these large creatures. And the daughter was saying, um, I love the noises they make. When you're surrounded by them, you just they just sound and feel so powerful. When you're in their presence, it makes you take a step back and realize that you're really not all that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. I mean, that statement alone just rang so true for me. Um, it's such a profound realization to realize that that we're really not that big of a deal um, in, the in the wider scheme of things. And then the father replied saying, just think of if there was a million of them, how that would sound. A million buffaloes together, how that would sound. And the daughter replied, I don't know how, but we got to get back to that. And yeah, that, that short clip, uh, it was just really impactful. Um, truly just being in the presence of, of nature, seeing the divinity, the, the magnificence of the land. And, you know, as I think today, you know, today is Thanksgiving Day in the United States. And I have some uh, reflections that I want to share uh, regarding tradition and this wider theme of progressing. How are we to progress as a species um, and continue to evolve? And I think of, you know, the 68 million turkeys raised and killed annually for the holiday alone. And, you know, holiday the meaning of that word, holy day. You know, what is that? What does that mean, holy day? Is it holy what we do on, on the holidays that we celebrate without thinking of how we contribute to exploiting the land, exploiting resources, um, making it so much about us, us as a human species, you know. And I'm not against celebration and being together with families. And certain values um, that we that we honor through celebration of holiday. But I also want to examine, you know, these traditions, certain traditions, how they're handed down, 
I'm sure you can hear all the noise in the background. It's, you know, there's um, crows just going away right now. And, um, and uh, coincidentally, here I am talking about um, turkeys being raised and killed. And, you know, a flock of crows is actually called a murder of crows. And, you know, I think that's exactly what I'm trying to get at is um, the murder that goes on for our holidays, our traditions. And I was looking at the etymology, the origin of the word tradition. And it comes from Latin. Um, it means to hand down, to hand over from one generation to the next. And when I think of traditions, essentially we're handing over our karma. Just as we've been handed over the karma of previous generations um, who've passed on certain traditions to us. Traditions are a way of instilling customs, ways, beliefs, doctrines to younger generations, to the more impressionable um, young minds. And oftentimes, you know, the younger generations, the children who, um, who are passed on, the traditions have no say initially. Um, they become obligated to perform the same customs and rituals that we do. And I think it's natural. I'm sure our you know, ancient ancestors performed customs and rituals like we do now. Perhaps that is our way of passing on our knowledge, you know, some good, some not so good, to our offspring, to our descendants. But at the same time, it's important to consider what are the values that, that are the basis of our customs. And Thanksgiving, you know, it's, we celebrate love, thankfulness, joy for our families. Um, and it's, for the most part, for humans alone. Do we think about the love and compassion for animals, for nature, for the world, for the sacrifice that certain individuals and animals have had to make for our, our um, gratification, our satisfaction, or just one day. And so when we are still carrying the human-centered values, it's hard to progress in the direction of living in harmony and oneness and kindness. When I speak of progressing, in some ways it's to reevaluate a lot of the customs, beliefs, doctrines, the indoc 
indoctrination that we've absorbed, we've instilled in our own psyche, this deep-rooted belief system. In some ways, you know, it's, it's not our fault. We can say that that over the years of performing certain customs and rituals, we've just been become so habituated that we really can't see the fine line between what we maybe once have felt, which is the wrongness and the inhumaneness of killing animals for our own satisfaction. And then the the reward system, the rewards we received for partaking in such um, such social institutions, such customs. Because in a way that this is how the collective ego, the family can exercise power over the individual is through customs and traditions, whether we realize it and accept it or not, because we are rewarded for our part in this conditioning. We are rewarded with the love and the togetherness, the sense of belonging, which is so important for our, our survival as a species, is the sense of belonging. But it also comes with a cost. And I think of how many of us are truly celebrating the meaning of holy day these specific days of the year where we can really take time to reflect and understand moral creation and the respect for all sentient life, not just our own and the lives of humans that we cherish, but all life. True harmony is to progress in our evolution as a species. It's not to be bound and linked to long-held customs and institutions that time and time again suck away our life, energy, our vitality. Because it's not true happiness true happiness would be to progress in our own our own sense of truth and sovereignty to have integrity and dignity and to value the integrity and dignity of all life
when we are not loyal to our inner truth and transfer our inner truth to a collective, a social institution, we trade our inner knowing for some collective standard that began who knows when and where, right? We can't even pinpoint the origin exactly. We were not there at that moment, but we've just blindly accepted without true and proper consent. And that's what, you know, I'm trying to get at here is as children sitting at the table on Thanksgiving, did we give our consent for massacre and murder as a child? Absolutely not. And instead, we were put under pressure to partake. We were transferring our loyalty towards our inner truth, our inner knowing, to partake in traditions and customs in conditioning that slowly over the years blurred our own understanding of our inner truth. You know, I've talked to so many children, working with children, and I can say that they all, they all have this intrinsic knowing that animals are their friends because we are animals, whether you accept it or not, we are part of the animal kingdom. We have such an affinity with animals from a young age. And we understand the, the discomfort, you know, it's like children do not want to, they prefer not to eat an animal, but they're not really given the option, are they? They, you know, their justification for why they eat, you know, turkey or chicken or pork. It's, you know, I don't want to, but I have really no other choice. What they're essentially saying is, I feel pressured to, I mean, I want to receive the love of my mother, my mother and father, my family. I want to be accepted uh, within my kin and feel a sense of belonging and to see their joy, the joy and happiness on their face gives me joy and happiness. That's all I want to do is And so they satisfy this because this inner longing for belonging, you know, it, it is just that little bit greater than standing up for their inner truth at that age. You know, their brains are still developing and 
it's really hard to make that choice at that at that point to stand up for their inner truth over the collective ego and its power over the young individual and so children young people are trained to see themselves no longer as individuals with choice with freedom to choose but as part of a group and this group implies loyalty to the institutions and whoever is in charge of them Again, I'm not saying to abandon, demolish all customs, institutions. I'm not making any claims here. I'm just saying that if we have that capacity, you know, this, this ability to exercise a certain power over other individuals who are younger than us. We must understand our role and the values that we are actually handing over, delivering to another. If we are kind of at a crossroads where we have not stood up for our own inner truth, our own dignity, know that peace begins with claiming our sovereignty once again. Maybe we were not able to stand up for ourselves as a child, but we can stand now for our inner truth and use that inner truth to take our equal place among all creatures as one and interconnected, to take our equal place, not our higher place or superior place, but to see ourselves as an equal aspect of the cosmos. That is the way we can progress and evolve and live in harmony.